Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome. Good day and happy Wednesday and happy last week of Pride. I know it's sad, but again, Pride is 365, so we can, you know, Pride it up all year long. But for this specific episode slash episodes, I'm going to be talking to two good friends on their coming out stories. So I'm starting with Zach, who has been on the podcast like 15 times. He's the one that loves mannequins and um, the hibiscus gay drink from um, Starbucks. So (laughs) be sure to listen to this episode and then go check out the other one. Um, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be gorgeous. So, yeah, let me just get right to it. <laughs> I want to so badly <laughs> introduce you as Shorty. Uh, Ew, I hated that. No, okay. I, was like, I thought that's what you meant. No. <laughs> All right, I'll send it to you, Shoddy. <laughs> no. Um, anywho, thanks, mannequin loving Zach for. <laughs> coming on to the show today um sunshine steven pride edition coming out story he's closing his eyes oh i thought you were pretending like you were asleep (laughs) i'm never gonna let that mannequin thing down i asked you to i asked you to edit that out (laughs) but you did it like afterwards like it was already there sorry every time i see mannequin now i think of you and i'm like yeah (laughs) mannequin loving i can't people think i'm such a freak um anywho thanks for coming back on the show um i think you've been on like three or four times now i've lost count um gonna be a super gay episode spoiler yeah i can't wait to see can't wait to see what moment i put my foot in my mouth for this right yeah um so today we're going over Zach's history of coming out. He's going to give his coming out story, give some advice, and then I have the rapid fire questions that I did not have when I had you on the show previous. So now I get to put you through that torture and you have to think of in the spot. And I just can't wait to see you frazzled. <laughs> You're like, I hate you. But I, I hate this. So I'll let you take it away and paint us the picture and tell us and walk us through your coming out story that happened 10 years ago you said yeah 10 years ago I was I was just talking about this with my best friend yesterday that I am 10 years post closet we didn't talk Um, yesterday so (laughs) you said your best friend Um, (laughs) um I gosh I wish my coming out story was more dramatic or more um inspiring than most or as most I don't know what I'm saying my coming out story was we I don't it wasn't weird I don't know why I'm saying that I'm thinking back now to what that moment was like because I remember always being attracted to men yeah but when yeah okay and (laughs) And, um, but it wasn't until later in high school did I make those connections. Um, and, um, I wrote this essay. I remember one day, um, I was doing so, um, I wasn't the best like essay writer in AP English, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to be. And it's because I would, I, I think I could have, but I would write all my papers like, 
the morning of or the day before. And so they were always just so bad. <laughs> um, some of them, like eat, my friends still talk about because they were so bad. But I remember it was like nearing the end of the year. It's about this time 10 years ago and we were writing papers. And I remember I was like, I'm going to write an essay about being gay and just kind of just admitting it and just coming out with it. And I remember typing it, feeling so, I'm so fucking brave. (laughs) Like I'm the first person ever. I'm the first person to ever come out. Period six, Miss Burnett, AP English Lang. Title is I'm Coming Out. And I I don't know what the fucking title was. It probably was a really shitty essay too. And I remember um, my friend Victoria, who I live two doors down from now, or two streets over to be more specific. I remember she was like, what's your essay? Can I read it? And I was like, um, it's very personal. Yeah. Um, this is a big deal. And I remember going up to my teacher and being like, I wrote this essay, but I don't feel comfortable sharing it. <laughs> um, like I was real into the drama. And I yeah. remember Victoria, because Victoria's like that. And she just fucking grabbed the paper and like read it. And she was like, oh, okay. Anti-climatic. I was like, I knew that. You didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this was a big deal for, I thought everybody was going to be shell-shocked. <laughs> Everyone was going to be just jaw drop. What? Zach? The whole um, school closes down. Needs a day to Yeah, and it. I shared it with another friend of mine. And she, um, she was a bit more um, like, oh, wow, this is very insightful. This is wonderful. I'm so proud of you. Um, and that's about where it started. And then I remember, um, gosh, it's, does it all feel kind of blank to you? Some of it? Yeah, for sure. So I just remember like big points or big people. That yeah, I told. yeah. And I remember, um, I remember getting in the car. Um, I was driving home from school with my sister, and I remember sitting there and like talking to her about it. And my sister's not a very soft individual. Um, she can be quite. She can be quite thorny. Mm. Um, and she. I remember that was one of her softer moments. She was like, oh, wow. Like uh, she didn't say she knew, she didn't say she was shocked or, you know, or that she cared. She literally could have cared less. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I like, (laughs) I think I like soften the blow with her by making her listen to Lady Gaga's Born This Way. And I was like, I need you to listen to this song. And she was like, please just drive us home. And then I was like telling her, you know, yeah, I, I think I was using the term, I think I'm gay. Like, I think I'm gay. What's because I don't know, you're just terrified. Well, you know, even then, like, you know, the, I would say that was 2011. So like gay marriage still wasn't even really legalized. Like it was still right. kind of, it wasn't frightening to come out, but it mm-hmm. still wasn't the, it wasn't as accepting as it is now and I grew up in I grew up in Cape Coral Florida which is like I call it like Republican heavy like people that retirement capital of the world that's not fair to say exactly so any of my Cape Coral friends listening to this none of them are listening to this um I don't mean it like that but like at the time that's really what it was like and um and then I remember I think 
I kept it from my mom for a while, but I think my sister told my mom because I was getting, I wasn't really bullied in high school, but Mm -hmm. I was getting these like anonymous Tumblr messages. Not a lot of them. I think I got like one or two, but I was like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) my life is over. Bullied. I'm being shamed. Um, And my sister, oh, my sister told me that she had seen some sus things on my Tumblr. Oh. And that, so she wasn't completely surprised, but um, she just kind of was like going with it. She didn't tell me that in the car that day, but she told me like a couple weeks later. She was like, oh, yeah, okay. I wasn't all that shocked because I used your computer and saw some <laughs> questionable things on Tumblr. And I was like, that's a friend of mine. And I told them not to post that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and um back when tumblr was cool and relevant yeah (laughs) i will say my my mom my sister told my mom that i was getting some like mean Mm -hmm. i was getting hate mail on tumblr yeah and the two the two hate messages that i got that was probably from my sister um (laughs) just to prod you a little (laughs) and i was you know i was scared to tell my mom you know my mom also um I've always had a weird relationship with my mother. It's been very give and take. Uh, It's been moments of true closeness and then also moments of just complete opposites. Like, I don't even, like, we don't even know each other. Mm. And I I remember my mom came into the room, my bedroom one day and sat with me and was like, she basically gave me this speech. Like, I don't care. I love you. I just promise me you won't kill yourself. Like she was that blunt. And yeah. I was like, I'm not there, ma. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, God, what a beautiful, what a beautiful coming out story for me. Like everyone, I've not gotten a single bad juju. And then the next day my mom just erupted. I mean, she couldn't handle the idea. Um, mm. You know, I guess she was, from what I understand, not to reveal my sources. I guess she was, um, and sorry, mom, if you're listening, but um, I, she was like calling doctors and I guess a doctor told her that I was just craving attention, which if, if you're the doctor and you're listening to this, fuck you. shame on you. <laughs> and, you know, she told my dad and, you know, my dad was just like, son, what's going on? Your mom's saying that you're a fag and all this shit and, you know, trying to ship you off to me. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was kind of, I will say, I had a very good coming out experience, only that my mother was very, um, I guess if I was going to have it good with everyone around me, I had to have been getting it bad from somewhere. And my mom was not, not accepting at all. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I think she likes to think she was. And we've had conversations where she kind of justifies it by saying, I just didn't want you to have a hard life. But I think, you know, we were just we were she was a woman who cared a lot about her image and having a gay son in Cape Coral Florida I guess is bad although I don't know how anybody doesn't just love their children unconditionally that mm-hmm. that idea I, I I don't understand that logic right uh but that's really the meat of the story and my dad was just like I could care my dad could care less I was shocked my dad was the I mean 
not he literally there is no it's part like, of him that cared okay. or if he did he kept it to himself and yeah. everybody else because even you know when i spoke to him most recently you know he just could care less um and then um i don't know and then i guess where do you go from there um you know i was dealing with a lot from my mom at home mm-hmm. um like even th- my mom even my i call her my second mom my mom's best friend was mm-hmm. like super like we all knew yeah like how did you not know like i spoke to my older sister natalie a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about it and my older sister natalie was even you know saying things to my mom like you know, I imagine my mom must have been in denial, yeah. but like, uh, but I guess my sister Natalie was like, you know, everybody would say like, yeah, we know that Zach's, that Zach's flamboyant. Zach is this, that th- this is just who Zach is. And mm-hmm. um, my mom not being able to reconcile that idea. Um, and it's been, I mean, it's even with her, it's been a journey here. Uh, I think she's accepting. I, mm-hmm. I think it just is what it is well at this point you kind of just have to be yeah makes no she either is or she isn't and if she isn't then i could care less because at this point you know yeah i'm just living my life right but like i said earlier like who you love is the least interesting thing about you (laughs) so i don't know why it's always such a big deal like i am you know i was going to college you know i you know, was in the marching band. I was in musicals. I was, you know, I got good grades. Like I, I was, I was a good kid, yeah. you know, who I decide to love. And there was nobody at the time. It was just reconciling the idea mm-hmm. that I was, you know, coming to terms out right. loud with who I was. Um, there's just so, there's so much to a person that has nothing to do with your gender or sexual identity. And right. that, that, living you know 10 years later that's the thing i can't handle if i could go back and talk to zach at the time who was terrified Mm -hmm. even at age 17 to do it or 16 i don't know um i would tell him god i wish i wish kiddo that you had done it sooner i wish you had understood sooner but i mean childhood traumas and things like that and um i don't know we were just people of the times yeah i would say that's about when I, I, this is so disrespectful to anybody who came out decades before us. But like, I would say we were, we were coming out right at the time when it was really okay to come out. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Cause I mean, you look back in the, you know, days and stuff, people literally being murdered and stuff and like losing jobs or stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like I didn't, I, I didn't get. I mean, all of my friends, I guess, knew before me, which I guess your friends know you better than you know yourself. Right. Um, And none of them cared. I think they were all just excited to just see the real you. They were just excited to see Zach just live his truth. Yeah. And I'm like that way. I mean, with anybody, Mm -hmm. I, I, it, it sucks that we still live in a world where people feel like they can't authentically be themselves mm-hmm. based on uh, a, a title or yeah. a what wait what was the word the what word <laughs> i'm like wait what do we call being lgbt it's not a label. label label like, <laughs> we're so 
everybody's so label heavy and you know i was just saying to you like even 10 years later like my own sexual identity is ever changing it's it's ever evolving and it's i guess you could find a label for it i don't particularly care i just say gay or queer but Mm -hmm. labels matter for some people like being represented on you know the lgbtqia plus acronym matters to people right um but and it's important, but I will say, um, again, it just sucks that we live in a world where people can't do that, or it's taking them long to do so because it's like the the train, the time train is rolling. Mm-hmm. And if there are people who don't accept you for who you are, like th- there's probably a good, it's probably a good time to. Yeah, cut your losses and. Yeah, cut your losses and move on because yeah. there is a world of people that are just itching to meet you Mm -hmm. and so willing yes definitely i hope somebody is so inspired by this lackluster journey of mine they're like oh my god he's so brave he wrote an essay (laughs) he wrote a goddamn essay Essay. i'm still like that i write letters to people i still write like i (laughs) oh i write letters all the time that i don't say there's something about the written word it is yeah that just brings out the drama yeah it really does it's very dramatic you know now i want but, like, i mean quill to do it with <laughs> yeah but i mean how, how i mean how do we be there for people that i mean right. not even i mean not even teenagers or little kids but there's like, adults like, yeah adult like how do how are you how do you be there for you know people your own age or older that you're trying like you want you want them to be you know feel comfortable feel and you them, want yeah how do you like i don't even how know. do you navigate yeah, it's such a hard thing to navigate because you're like i don't want to push you or pull you out of the closet but it's also like i don't you to you, suffer there yeah you know? you, that's exactly it you're like i don't want to i don't want to force you to do anything mm-hmm. but i want to encourage you to yeah don't suffer in silence don't suffer in silence what kind of life is that yes yes no i i totally get that because that that's one thing, you know, after I, I was came out and was open and stuff, and there would be people around my age that kind of teeter-tottered, and I'm like, I don't know what they are, but who they are, what they label as, but it's none of my business, but it's like, I want to help you, but I also yeah. and in want you to do defense, it yourself. You know, in people's defense, you know, coming to terms with your own identity, it, it's not just a writing an essay yeah exactly yeah it's not a flip of the switch thing because even after coming out I mean I went my whole senior year and you know out of the closet or semi out of the closet I think I would try and butch up where I could but I remember even being in college and I remember when you know I think maybe I've talked about this before here but I remember when you know we brought drag queens to um or yeah JU and I was in the middle of rushing for a fraternity that also was having a hard time accepting my sexual identity. Mm. And I remember I didn't let myself enjoy that experience. I sat yeah. and suffered in silence with my, in quotes, brothers. Yeah. And I remember um, Samantha, my best friend, um, she left. She was so mad at me because she knew that I wanted, wanted to get, to I wanted it. to be, I wanted to be out of my seat, Kiki. Yes, yes, girl. Yes, queen. Yes, honey. Like I wanted to be like I wanted 
you know, I don't know. Get it together. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Cause I, I've been that way before too. Back in the early, now I'm like, bitch, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, you almost be, you're almost reserved around certain groups of people you know, even in corporate worlds, when I first started in corporate world, any straight guy, I was like, hey, bro, what's up? <laughs> like, yeah. Let me give you a hit. Now I'm like, hey, <laughs> like, I don't Well, care. like at this point, and I will say it's taken me maybe even up until now to get to Same. the point that I am. Oh, no, definitely. And so, I mean, I used to be so intimidated by other gay people. Like I would see them on the streets, you know, on the streets, um, you know, walking in high heels and I'm like mm-hmm. oh god I, I can't can never, but now yeah. I'm like yes bitch work I wish I could yeah. wear heels yeah. you know like not I mean I I personally don't have a preference for heels but yeah. I mean like I god like cool. now I'm just so supportive of all because I mean sexual identity and gender it's truly a spectrum yeah. so it's like you just kind of fall where you fall mm-hmm. you don't even have to label it but um I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, what advice would you give? You kind of hinted about it to somebody that is teeter tottering with their in the closet, out of the closet. They don't know exactly what advice would you offer up? That's so hard because I I don't think any situation. I don't think this is like a one size fit all kind of. Well, maybe I mean it might be, yeah. but I mean my advice would be like. like what it's just what what a cruel way to live yeah you know to not be just your authentic self and that doesn't mean that you have to make an announcement right doesn't mean that you've got to put it on broadcast it it doesn't mean you have to write an essay it doesn't mean you have to announce it to everybody yeah i mean you don't have to create a podcast and yeah you don't gay people you know you don't yeah you don't have to be you know fucking reaching for attention starting a podcast and Uh. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm joking. Sure. All right. Um, Mannequin lover. All right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep it in there. So I have black. So everyone like, knows I'm an asshole. Yeah. Remember um, that time Zachary bullied me on my own show. <laughs> it's just you know, like, I mean, your journey is your journey, but yeah. I mean, there would the be a happier you do, journey. Yeah. yeah. The sooner you do, you're gonna find this. I. It's so. It's so gay to say, but like, you're going to find this light in, you know, these, you know, the light is truly just going to break through the clouds. The moment you just kind of let your barriers down and say, okay, because this is you like, this is you don't hide. Yeah. There's a world of people that are, that's just itching to meet you, love you, embrace you. And I guarantee you all of those same people are going to be your friends and family mm-hmm. anyway. And if they're not like get ahead of the curb now, they are either going to get with the picture soon or you need to just let yeah, go yeah. because it's not worth it because there are so many people out there who are so accepting. And I hate the term accepting because there's nothing mm-hmm. to accept. It's just yeah. you. Yeah. You are who you are. Right. Like it, it, there's no, you know, I mean, yeah, there are people knocking at our door trying to keep us from marrying or mm-hmm. trying to label us or trying Healthcare. to suppress. Yep. And, you know, yeah, there are people like that out there. But I mean, our community is so 
beautiful. And that community yes. isn't just LGBT. It, it's allyship. It's yes. just friends and family. Yes. And so, um, no, my yeah. advice is when you find the, when you find the moment to be brave, do it. Yes. Tell some, tell one person and let them be your go-to person to talk about, you know, or, or, and, the, or and then, you know, just take it a day at a time, step by oh, step. Yeah tell someone else or don't feel like you got to tell anybody just yeah just Except be yourself. you yeah yeah like it doesn't have to be a whole charade coming out party i will throw one for you if you yeah. want it like i thr- like any love day, a good themed party <laughs> yeah any day that there is someone who is just uh just feels called to just be themselves is worth celebrating oh, so yeah. just do it just just do it yeah be your little queer self yes wherever that is and don't and listen because i feel like people stereotypes also freak people out for sure and like they're like i don't want to meet into this stereotype because i've met you know gay republicans and then they're not republicans (laughs) anymore but it's like you know like it's because they don't want to fit into a stereotype and listen to this stereotypes exist because stereotypes exist you are either going to fit into one or you're not going to yeah but that is not that is not the whole spectrum Mm. of sexual identity it's not high heels and you know beards and you know manly men it's just god it's just who you love it has nothing to do with who you are as a person correct some people some people really really identify with their sexuality like it's it's who they are. It's what they do. It's everything about them. But like, it doesn't have to be. Cause right. like I said before, who you love is the least interesting thing about you. Are you a good person? Right. You know, do you love to travel? Yeah. You know, what kind of music do you listen to? Like, you know, do You're you have siblings? Murderer, you know? Yeah. Like the, the, that's more interesting. What kind of TV shows do you watch? Like yeah. what books do you read? Like those are, the, you know, what do you do for fun uh, in your free time? Yeah. yeah like that's, that's what makes a person. Are you attracted to mannequins? So, you know. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna <laughs> drop that. You know. What do you believe in? You know. Like. Yeah. That. That's. That's a person. Not. Is he gay? Is he not gay? Yeah. Is she queer? Is she not queer? Like. Yes. At this point, I'm just being redundant. No, because think... to me, it's it, it it to me it it feels so black and white. You know. Oh yeah. Like it, but for a lot of people, it, it's frightening. It is. Yes especially the older you get, because then you get so comfortable yeah. Yeah. and you get so stuck in these routines and in this like self guilt and this, this trauma, this, the scariness. Mm-hmm. And like, it gets harder the older you get because you're so accustomed, but like you're missing out on a world of opportunity, a world of love, a world of celebration when you're not being yourself and you're doing yourself and your people a disservice oh, 100%. by not being yourself. Oh yeah. In a story. End scene. Period. Put that in a transcript and type it, it into an essay. Exactly. I was about to say you should make it an essay and we can share it with the world. <laughs> Do you think people are gonna go, oh my God, Zach's story, Zach's advice, he's so brave. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so shitty. No, yeah, I, I'm sure it'll resonate with some with a lot of people. So they, they, I just say, take what you want, leave what you don't. Yeah, exactly. Take whatever you want out of those out of those letters, out of those stereotypes, out of those 
expectations. Essays, Leave yeah. what doesn't resonate. Right. Just be you. And if you don't feel like you want to label anything or you are uncomfortable with the label, don't label it. Yeah. Just say you I don't am need who I to. Am. Yeah. You are you really who you don't. are. Yeah. It's not like that's the first requirement. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, you you're queer. Well, what? Uh, like, who cares? Like, nobody. Like, it, it is. I'm going to say it one more time because it is so true. Who you love is the least interesting thing about you. Who who you love is interesting in terms of are they good people? Yeah, Do they like similar things. Right. Um, are they going to be fun? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, are they going to be fun to hang out with? You know, when I'm if hanging you out with you, and we're all that. friends. Like, <laughs> sorry, you can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> my fidget spinner. Um, that matters, but like yeah. the fact that you love someone of the same sex or of the same sex or, or yeah. It, it, it no one it's yeah. the least interesting about you yeah exactly yeah okay let's move on to these questions yes before you keep <laughs> you're like i am on a soapbox i am, I am on a soapbox and i'm like i know oh, that's, i was like channel your inner inspiration yeah you are an inspiration <laughs> <laughs> all right are you ready yes rapid I fire have- 76 random questions i'm not gonna read them all because that's oh i was like we're going through all 76 yeah you're like no okay what is one fictional place you would like to visit fictional (laughs) i don't know i like the only fictional places that come to mind are like wonderland neverland or i would say wherever is that like Legend of Zelda place because I was like I played that game hard during the pandemic and I was like god this would be such a cool place to be but like I couldn't defend myself if all those monsters started chasing me so I'm just gonna say like Neverland Neverland's good yeah uh what's one song you could sing every word to (laughs) No Air by Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown that is my shit god I get down so hard with that song that that's a throwback uh, and and suns nobody knows this but sunset by the band the last midnight <laughs> so I'm good i'm gonna have to look them up um what are three things uh that if somebody brought to you it would guarantee to cheer you up on a bad day a book um something sweet like chocolate covered popcorn or something mm. um and company. That's good. Yeah. Somebody is that share. is company? Does that count? Yeah, that totally counts. Totally. Uh, what is the hidden talent of yours? <laughs> Listen, I am a world of many talents. Um, I'm actually a pretty good writer. I don't think a lot of people know that. I'm not. I like. I, even that's kind of surprising, given my. AP English background. I was about to say how you just said that you were horrible. <laughs> I know. I was so bad in high school because I didn't, I didn't, um, yeah. But uh, I would say I'm a pretty good writer. Huh. Keep uh, an eye out for my novel. Yeah. Um, never mind. <laughs> okay. I was, was going to come up with a title, but I won't. Um, so you might as well now. <laughs> Let's say the mannequin lover. <laughs> I can't wait to hang up. Um, favorite ice cream toppings? Oh, oh, ice cream. Um, 
I love like chocolate syrup on an ice cream, but I was just thinking about frozen yogurt and I always put granola in my frozen yogurt. Oh. That was, yeah, that immediately came to mind. Granola. Yeah, granola's delicious. Um, Last question. If you could pick one celebrity in the world to have on speed dial, who would you pick and why? To have on speed dial? Yeah. This is really hard. Celebrity. This is a hard one. Because why would why would I want them on speed dial? Because I want to be their best friend. Yeah. JVN. JVN. Oh my god, that's what I picked. That's what I picked. One hundred percent. It just came to my JVN because I know he seems like that kind of friend that you call him and he's like, yeah, like he's, yes. he sounds he comes across as the kind of person who's always willing to listen to what oh, you yeah. have to say and just is invested in everything you have to say. JVN. One hundred percent. If I need like I just need a hype in my day. Yeah. JV. N. Period. I love you, Jonathan Van Ness. Yes. Uh, I can't wait for the new season of Queer Eye to come out. Um, I just looked They're at- in Austin, right? That's where they filmed last? Yeah. And he just posted on Instagram, he left his phone in the car for like five minutes, and Anthony, Cromo, and Tan just took a whole bunch of random pictures of their nipples and like <laughs> random. I yeah. I was like- oh. We love a nipple shot. We love it. Yeah. Please edit that out. That's going to come out wrong. It's in. It's it's cemented. I didn't kinda, mean it like that. Um, you're kind of giving me Freddie Prince Jr. vibes right now. Excuse me. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is the one who played, who was in Scooby Doo, right? Yeah, he was Fred. He, him and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Are... I get him mixed up with the redheaded one. The redheaded. He was. He was in the sequel. He played like Daphne's love interest. He is like a really tiny thing. He was in like without a paddle. The second Scooby Doo has Monsters Freddy, Unleashed has Freddie Prince Jr. in it. Yeah, I'm saying this. The person I get him mixed up with was also what? in Scooby Doo too. Oh, Hold oh, on. is it? Wait, are you about Seth Green? Yes. <laughs> I always think Seth Green's name is Freddie Prince Jr. Not at all. And they look nothing alike. Um, I'm actually, I'm feeling my like. Yeah. Bur- I'm feeling my burly energy today. I haven't shaved. You look like I've Freddie got Prince my, Jr. I got my polo over. Yeah. Anywho, thank you so much for coming on to the show. <laughs> oh, we will talk offline after this. Uh, let people know where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> so serious. <laughs> and wherever books are sold. Um, on iTunes. <laughs> you can find me on iTunes um, and um, SoundCloud. Also, there's this alley in New York. <laughs> you can find me in the back alley, uh, Lexington and 48. Please don't go there, people. <laughs> Like, I don't know what's there, but it would sound super scary. And they're between two and four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, tip well. Yeah. <laughs> and pro-sex work. Yeah. I think you said that last time, too. Yeah. So that's good. I'm passionate yeah. about it. Let's, yes. Um, again, thank you so much. Stay safe. And I'm sure I'll be talking to you very shortly. That guy... It's just so great, and I appreciate him so much for sharing his story. Let me look for some link 
all actions throughout the day into meditation. It's a good way to look at it, you know? If shit goes down during the day, meditate on it, you know? Let's let's ponder that over. Why you enjoy this week's Meditation Minute. That's all I have for you on this one episode of Sunshine Steven. But there's another one already out. So go check that out. You just heard Zach's story of coming out. Now go listen to My Girl Adriana's, um, which is like a two-fold coming out. So again, it's already out. It's a double feature this week. So so excited for that. Thank you for listening. Um, even though pride is coming to a close i really do hope that everybody had a great pride month continue to strive with your pride and yeah just i'm just so happy (laughs) that that pride has made you know more progress this year i feel like um a little bit more visibility i mean there was some shitty stuff too but we won't talk about that uh so yeah you can follow me at sir stephen rice on facebook instagram twitter um, at Sir Stephen Rice, <laughs> mind going blank there. Um, it's early. Um, I was, you know, not prepared for this, so it's five o'clock in the morning. Uh, so yeah, again, thank you, Zach, for coming on once again to let me embarrass you, um, and remind the world that you have an obsession with mannequins. Um, but thanks for sharing your coming out story. <laughs> we love a good, good, uh, out story then you could go listen to another one right now so i'm gonna drink some more coffee and i hope that you stay safe out there and until next time have a fantastic day <laughs>